Hey friends, welcome back to the All Things Worthy podcast. Led with love by your co-host, I'm Molly. And I'm Ava. In this space, we'll share about all things worthy of conversation. From feeling the feels, to facing the fears, to following the faith. In this episode, we talk about how who you are flows into what you do. We talk about getting wrapped up in the labels that we give ourselves. We talk about how the truth that we are created good can be freeing. And we talk about how happiness is an emotion, not an accomplishment. Who you are is not what you do. Who you are flows to what you do. So can you explain that, Ava? Yeah. So who you are is more important than the actions that you do. And you shouldn't base your worth off of what you do. Instead, you should find the beauty in doing things through what you care about. Yeah. Like, if you know that you might be more of an empathetic caregiver kind of person, then what you choose to do, just in your, even just like in daily life, like Mm -hmm. volunteer, whatever, that should flow it, like those characteristics should flow into what you do. Or maybe you are super, I don't know, like adventurous or like, blunt yeah and those are all good characteristics too and that would flow into what you decide to do maybe you want to like speak up for people or do public speaking or something yeah you shouldn't force what you do to become who you are and like Mm -hmm. how you act and we're all like our own individual beings so we all have our own particular set of strengths and interests and so you shouldn't force something on yourself because that's what you think you should be doing or what you think is societally acceptable the labels can get tough yeah i feel like the labels is such a good thing to think about because for so long i was like i'm a supporter and that was like just a label i gave myself but i had to like learn that i actually do enjoy supporting people and i i am more of an empathetic person because of like experiences and i actually do enjoy supporting people, but that doesn't mean, like, all I am is a supporter. Don't get wrapped up in the labels you give yourself based on the things that you do, because first you should think about who you even are. What is a label that you struggle with, Eva? A label that I struggle with is athlete, because I feel like I've always done sports my whole life, and I've based a lot of, like, how I view myself off of how I uh, perform in my sports, Mm -hmm. and I mean, it's understandable why I did so because for so long, like, sports was my life. But I think as I've grown up, I've tried to really move on. But it it definitely, like, felt like it was following me. And so, like, I know throughout high school, I definitely struggled with, like, having to constantly be in a sport because I didn't know, like, who I was without it. But that's, like, really (laughs) relatable. Yeah. Like, when you base your worth off of, like, how hard you work in practice and how much your coaches like coaching you it can Mm -hmm. be like not the healthiest mindset Mm -hmm. I don't know you just put so much pressure on yourself even if other people aren't putting the pressure on you and maybe there are people putting pressure Mm -hmm. on you but maybe you're just putting it on yourself and I don't know where that comes from necessarily maybe it comes I think it comes from like the fear of what you are if you don't have what you're known for there's a balance to doing and being and that can start by when you like take the time to step back and understand and not just understand yourself as like 
like you're just finding validation in who you are by how well you do or mm -hmm. by how well you're helping or by how well you're performing or yeah x y and z i think that's something that we can both relate to and i'm sure a lot of the people listening can relate is that if you're a people pleaser or perfectionist mm -hmm. you get so wrapped up in what you're accomplishing how you're performing and what you're giving to the world allowing yourself to just like intuitively rest and mm -hmm. nourish and sleep and all of that stuff um if you're trying to like please others the whole time then it's going to be hard and there's not going to be balance because you're going to be constantly like pushing yourself yeah so when you take that step back to like try to take time to understand who you are like outside of what you're doing my sociology teacher said this once he was like people always like what are the three most important things in your life i mean most people might say something like family, friends, God. Yeah. But then it's like you take back, you take a step back and you think about where your time goes during your day. And a lot of times it's not to those things. Yeah. I'm like, I pour so much time into like trying to get an A. And that's not a bad thing. We're not saying that like trying your best is a bad thing, but we're saying when like that's all, like you feel like if you don't get an A, then you therefore like you're bad you mm -hmm. deserve whatever but it is like crazy to think about we say we value like i say i value family so much but then it's like where am i like actively pursuing to, like make connections with people mm -hmm. how does god help you to be okay with just being rather than always constantly doing i feel like for me personally it's really freeing to be grounded and a truth that I am like worthy in God's eyes and that my worth is good and I'm not like I don't know like I wasn't like created as like bad and then like now I have to like work to become good it's more like I just am good at my core mm -hmm. and that's like really freeing because then it just means that the value of my life isn't based on what I look like or like what I accomplish because it already is based on how I was created. And I think that's a really cool thing. That is a really cool thing. It's really freeing to notice that. Um, I like how our dignity is just inherent because God loves us. Um, and I think I read this in a book, but the author was talking about how our dignity, our dignity is inherent, but the beauty is in how we respond to that dignity that we were given. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so cool because it doesn't place pressure on having to prove your worth. Rather, it allows you to like, any step you take towards making your life beautiful is just like icing on the cake. If you wake up and the most you do is just go to school, do homework and go back to sleep then that's okay because your worth is not defined on your productivity. You're just seeking to do good in the world just because, and you, you're able to just know and like trust that even though life might really suck sometimes mm -hmm. or like it's really hard, it's still like good. Like life is still good and worth living. Even just doing the most simple tasks 
even just doing that, you are more than enough for God's love. God will love you no matter what. Mm -hmm. So anything extra you do, like let's say you, like when you went on that mission trip to Guatemala, like that was something extra that was adding beauty to God's world. Mm -hmm. So it's just like you have your frame with God and then anything that you do to add is just like adding pictures to that frame, making it more beautiful. Yeah. I also was listening to a podcast and they were saying that if you're not happy when you're alone, you'll never truly feel happiness. And I honestly think that's such like a valid point because happiness is an emotion. It's not an accomplishment. And so, and the ultimate goal isn't to feel happy all the time, but it's a nice feeling when you feel happy. Mm -hmm. And so if you can feel that by just being yourself and being alone and being okay with the thoughts that are running through your head and the actions that you're doing or not doing, um, I think that just sounds really peaceful. And I think with that peace would come a lot of happiness and like rest. Yeah. I feel like we're restless until we rest in God or whatever. Yeah. There's like a quote about that. We do have like this sense of like restlessness kind of, especially when we're alone. And it's so like peaceful to think that we can just like, we're allowed to just like rest and be okay. And like, yeah, just be. I think that really ties back into what we talked about at the beginning with the labels. The restlessness can come from if we're labeled by a particular thing, we constantly have to feel like we're continuing to do that. Mm -hmm. Like it can be anything like student, athlete, supporter, friend, mm. loved one, family member, but just by being is more than enough. And once we can really embrace that, it'll lead to a lot of inner peace. And yeah, once you can like understand who you are and what your purpose is in those labels, then it just like is makes it a lot more freeing when you can like understand your role and your responsibility and what's in your control, what's not. It's just easier to live out those things that you're doing or whatever mm -hmm. you're working on rather than if you're just so caught up in what you're doing and mm -hmm. not thinking about who you already are from the start. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's more of a societal issue or a personal issue to define your worth based on accomplishments? I think it's... Or just like, do you think culture... I mean, the culture encourages. I think culture feeds into the personal feelings one has towards themselves. Mm -hmm. um, like, yeah, I don't think I would care about the label of being an athlete if I didn't attribute being an athlete to being successful and being disciplined and being determined. Uh, so I definitely think, like, society has a lot to do with it. But I would say where, like, more of the damage is done by labels and by feeling the need to always be doing things would be done at the personal level. What about you? I feel like we were talking about this before we started recording, but just <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, just how like our first instinct is to ask people like what they've been doing lately. I don't know. I mean, you are like, what are you majoring in or what do you plan to do with your life? Like I'm just, I say that all the time. You're just like interested, but it's also like, Oh, once you know what they're going to do with their life, then I'm like, oh, you want to be a banker? Like, then I'm going to, like, form my judgment of them, like, based on what they're going to yeah. do with their life. Even, like, at the smaller level, like, where do you go to school? 
Yeah. Like, that's, like... And you're like, someone, oh, you go there? I'm gonna, like, think this like, about you. Oh, which you, is, like, so yeah. wrong. <laughs> you must party. Or, like, yeah. oh. But, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, what would you say? But it's hard to be, like... Hi Molly, how are you living your life? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. <laughs> but like, I wish we could kinda. Do you live to work or work to live? What are your top three values? <laughs> yeah, so it's time for our I, I am, am affirmation. <laughs> I am enough. You are. You are too. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so are you guys who are listening. We have to share our little joys. Um, I, I can never remember if we go out of order. If it's it doesn't really matter, but little joys are probably my favorite part. Okay, good. So me too. Okay, you go first. Okay, because I have like a really good little joy today. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Okay, my little joy is I volunteer. <laughs> I volunteer at this therapeutic horse farm with a PT, and there was this little boy today named Freddie, and he had hearing aids. And when we were leaving, I was like, Freddie, we're like the same. Like, we're like friends. And I showed him my hearing aid. And it was so cute. That is so wholesome. I know. And everyone was like, his mom was like, oh, can you show it to him closer, please? Like, I wanted him to like really see. And it was like so cute. And he was doing like same and friends and sign language. And I was like, this is just such a moment. So that was a great little joy today. That is a good little joy. Oh, that's so sweet. I know. Um, that was an abnormal little joy. So <laughs> my little joy was when I was told to strut like Taylor Swift by my friend Anthony, and then I did. <laughs> it was just like a moment. I wish you could show <laughs> the listeners you strutting like Taylor Swift because I really want to see it once we're done with this. Yeah, I definitely will show you. I'll show you my favorite part of the concert. Oh, yes. So I have to watch videos. Yes, Ava just went and saw Taylor. I saw Taylor at the Arrows tour. A really big moment. Cincinnati. I also saw her in Nashville. In Nashville. Her second. So now we, it's complete. Like, it's complete. That's it. We love you, Taylor. <laughs> we can rest now. We can rest knowing that we were there at that concert. Honestly, uh, we both got the blue crew neck, so. Yeah. I love you, I, I mean, I love it. Okay. Well, okay. thank you for listening, and we hope that you guys are just really feeling like you're enough because you are (laughs) it's true okay we love you love you Bye. bye that's it for today's episode we hope that you joined us in our laughter and curiosity about all things make sure to follow us on instagram at all things underscore worthy we are so grateful for each and every one of you remember to enjoy the little things